Coming right up, Straight Talk with Art Levine. Our guest tonight, Long Beach City Attorney Charles Parkin, as we continue our 26th anniversary year. Straight Talk is brought to you in part by the Port of Long Beach, a leader in international trade and environmental stewardship. And the Press-Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. And Scan Health Plan, for your health and independence. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. Our guest for the entire show tonight is our Long Beach City Attorney, Charles Parkin. Charlie, welcome to the show. Art, thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, your office, 70 folks, uh, 24 attorneys, uh, it's the size of a major law firm. Y yes, it is. We are um, a full-service firm uh, with one client, City of Long Beach. We have um, four divisions. We have a workers' comp division, which is our largest, that has three attorneys, about 22 adjusters. So we do all of the workers' comp uh, in-house for the City of Long Beach and its employees. We have a litigation section with six attorneys which handles all of the lawsuits, uh, both on our behalf, where we're actually going after somebody, maybe on a contract or an agreement, and defending the city from trip and falls, auto accidents, police cases. Um, we have a harbor division. As you know, we got a very active harbor. We have five attorneys that work in the harbor, uh, or for the harbor department. And then we have six attorneys who do our general uh, law, or we call our departmental counsel. Uh, which staff all of our other city departments and write our contracts and agreements, staff the boards and commissions. And as you know, I'm on the Board of Water Commissioners. Yes. And, uh, you we have, have an attorney a, who's dedicated. Thank you. Attorney uh, help, helps us out at every meeting. Yeah, so it, it, it is uh, very interesting on the enterprise funds where we, it is like a small, the water department isn't even a small company, it's a good sized company. So we'll have an attorney that is assigned to. Um, their board and to work with their water department staff on their contracts and agreements and the legal issues that they have. Well, uh, this variety of clients uh, sometimes uh, requires you to hire outside counsel to beef up uh, the expertise that's in-house. Tell us about that. Y yes, um, it is outside counsel and sometimes it's necessary on behalf of the city and, and, and it makes sense both uh, from a financial standpoint or an expertise standpoint. For example, uh, we've had some issues with ADA, the American Disabilities Act, or an asbestos case, or maybe a bankruptcy where we don't have an attorney who has that expertise on staff. We would bring in a law firm with that expertise to assist us in dealing with that type of an issue. The other kind of, uh, sometimes when we have an outside counsel, it would be related to maybe there's a conflict, a legal conflict, where we can't represent both the city and maybe an employee. Uh, so we would have to bring in outside counsel to represent that employee. Or if we have a very large project or a very large case where we have over two or three hundred plaintiffs maybe suing us on a particular issue, um, we just don't have the resources to handle that size of a case in-house, inside. Now Long Beach has 500,000 people and uh, uh, they transact business with the city and uh, they use the city facilities, streets, highways and so forth and uh, that generates claims against the cities. Tell us about those claims. Yes, generally speaking, if uh, you have uh, suffered some sort of damage and you believe that the city's responsible for it, 
uh, they're going to have to call, uh, file a claim, what we call a government tort claim, in order to be uh, considered a payment. That's a necessary first step before you actually sue the city. You have to file this claim, give the city a chance to either pay the claim or, or make an offer. That, that's correct. It gives the city and my office, uh, in our litigation section, we have a claims division, which is comprised of four folks, um, and we have an investigator and we have some claims adjusters so that they will take, you know, do their investigation. If there's a police report or if there's a claim of damages, we'll go out, take pictures, interview folks, determine liability, and then try and adjust the claim if we believe we're responsible. So your goal is to be fair to the claimant who often and probably uh, not always, but often is a, a citizen of Long Beach. So you want to be fair to that person for whatever damage they might have suffered because of some liability and responsibility by the city, but you don't want to be tabbed as an easy mark, oh, we can sue the city and they'll always pay. Absolutely correct. So we break it up into two parts, just as you explained. We look at the liability first. Is this something that the city was responsible for? And is there sufficient evidence to indicate that, that we were uh, responsible for that injury? After we get through the liability, then we'll assess what are they claiming, what are their damages, are they reasonable? Sometimes if there's an auto accident and they say, well, I want a brand new car, and we say, well, no, you really, we only scratched your bumper, we're just going to pay to paint your bumper, we'll, we'll negotiate and, um, you know, settle that claim to the best of our ability. So sure. we have those adjusters who adjust that claim to the proper damages. And uh, how much uh, do we pay out each year in claims? That's a great question. It, it averages on the claims, we may get 800, 700 to 800 claims a year. Um, of those claims we investigate, we maybe settle 25 to 30% of those. Um, and I think in the last calendar year, maybe $300,000 or so. And those claims range from trip and falls, auto accidents, uh, tree branches falling on a car, uh, maybe a tow we, uh, or a trash truck damages a, a fence or a roof. Something so, like that. so 20 or 30% are settled uh, based on the claim, so the other 70% go to trial? The other 70%, it, it breaks down, they either proceed, we'll tell them, we try and have a good conversation with them, they may not like what they hear, but we, we try and be, uh, we, we notify them, we've accepted, we've seen your claim, we've investigated your claim, here's what we found to be how we're going to deal with this. Um, if we deny their claim, then they're given notice and they have six months to file litigation. And so a certain percentage of those just drop, know, off. Just drop off and never file a claim. Uh, we wind up with about 300 lawsuits a year being filed. Uh, okay, what percent do you win? Oh, uh, <laughs> that's a great question. Um, uh, we, I think we win the vast majority that go to trial. Uh, we, we really try and evaluate those cases and when I say vast majority, probably 80%, I think, really? or so. We um, try and evaluate those cases, and if it needs to settle, and maybe it didn't settle at the claim stage because there wasn't enough uh, documents to prove their damages, or it was a complicated issue that we needed to uh, investigate more, uh, we will do that, and then we will go to our counsel and see if we can resolve it without going to trial. So, so it does happen. Um, we aren't an insurance company. There are cases that we do need to try, and we do try. Um, but we are constantly reevaluating. But, but bottom line, the, the city self-insures, does it not? Generally speaking, yes. We are self-insured for the first $4 million, and we have an umbrella coverage over $4 million on most cases. 
Okay, we'll be continuing this discussion with our city attorney after these messages. At the Port of Long Beach, we're not only delivering jobs, smart ideas, and forward-thinking environmental initiatives. We're also delivering opportunity for all of Southern California. Oh, and a clearer horizon line. To learn more, go to polb.com. The Port of Long Beach, thinking outside the docks. Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo Tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo Tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo Tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo Tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo Tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. Continuing our conversation with uh, Long Beach uh, City Attorney Charlie Parkin. Charlie, the port, as we mentioned earlier, is a major, major entity here in the city, and that generates uh, quite a bit of uh, legal work for your office. Y yes, it does, and they've been very, very active in the last few years uh, with a very aggressive construction uh, program. They have about four and a half or five billion dollars in construction work ongoing or planned, uh, one of which is the bridge, which is a, a very big project. And your office is, is signing and reviewing all the contracts for, for the bridge and for the uh, improvements being made in the harbor? Y yes, we've been working with port staff on the bridge. Uh, that's We talked a little bit earlier about outside council. That's another uh, project that we've had the assistance of outside council. It's one of the largest uh, design build projects that we've ever done. Um, and so. That has generated a lot of work because they're designing it as they're building it, and so we've been working with all of our partners with Caltrans and agencies. It's going to be an iconic bridge for Long Beach. It will be a defining uh, highlight of our downtown skyline. It absolutely is. It's going to be both beautiful but very functional. It's going to be, uh, I think, about 205 feet above the water and it's going to allow uh, additional and larger ships to sure. get under that bridge to the uh, berths in the back uh, inner yeah. harbor. So yeah. it is going to be both functional and beautiful. 
And uh, Inner Harbor, of course, Middle Harbor uh, is another major project. That is a, a, another large, over a billion dollar project when it's going to be done. And the size of that is really impressive. I think when it's done by itself, it would be the fourth largest terminal in the United States. Amazing. It's amazing. And it's going to be a um, very automated terminal. It's, it's very, very well thought out. I think it'll be a fantastic asset for the Port of Long Beach. And the clean air action plan uh, uh, has been agreed to by Long Beach and uh, LA Harbors. Recently they had a joint meeting of the both the Port of Long Beach and the Port of Los Angeles in the Port of Los Angeles. There was uh, a very large crowd for that as you could imagine. Uh, a lot of public comment on the Clean Air Action Plan coming out. At the end of that meeting both ports did adopt that plan and so as we move forward, we will be working with the Long Beach Harbor Commissioners and staff on the implementation of that plan. Can you kind of summarize what that Clean Air Action Plan does? The Clean Air Action Plan overall goal is to reduce emissions uh, coming from the operations of both of the ports, to, to make it a better neighbor, uh, to make it a cleaner, more efficient operation. And so we are going to be trying to, uh, working with CARB and with the AQMD, They'll be setting standards and we'll be talking about near zero emission vehicles and trucks operating in and out of there, uh, trying to get cleaner automotive uh, or locomotive engines in and out of the port and, and working with the shipping partners for the cold ironing which is happening and plugging in so we're not burning uh, diesel bunker fuel while they're in port. And Long Beach has been a pioneer in, in the green port philosophy and we were the first I believe in the world to, to adopt uh, uh, this green port concept and uh, and and take the responsibility of uh, of operating a, a major port uh, in an environmentally sensitive way. I absolutely, and I think Los Angeles and Long Beach are, are both looking at that as this is obviously the one of the largest, if not the largest, in the United States when you look at them together uh, and we are in this urban environment that we do care about the folks that live and work around the port and so I think it's going to catch on in other ports and we have to remain competitive we have to be able to do this efficiently we can't push all of these costs off onto our folks and force them to go to other you know other operations in the United States so uh, it's going to be a challenge but I think the mayors have been very uh, very steadfast in their leadership on this on pointing us in the right direction. We run the port commercials on our show, and I, I love the ones where they have the big boats and then the, the sea otter or the seal yes. right in the foreground. If, <laughs> if, if your listeners get to, and watchers get to go on those port tours, it is pretty amazing to see how often they, uh, and how clean everything is out there and the operations are pretty Well busy. said, and it's a great idea for, for an outing. A couple of hours, uh, the port tour takes you through the uh, past the giant cranes and all, and it's a, it's a wonderful experience. It's very educational too. They get to explain how it all works and what, what their role is on the cargo. What do you see as the future for uh, uh, growth of, the off, of, of your office and, and for the city? I think the city is, uh, has a lot going on right now. And for our office, we are trying to maintain and keep that high level of service that we need to provide to the mayor and the council and all of our different departments and, and the enterprise funds, as we call it, the water department, the gas department, oil, um, harbor, airport. So um, it's a challenge. We've got a lot of issues at, at all of those uh, locations and we have, a, we have a great staff. And one of my staff members was just named by the uh, California Bar Association, the 
Public Lawyer of the Year. And so Mike, we, Mike Mays. Mike Mays. And so we're really proud of Mike. Yeah. And uh, I think it shows the level of uh, effort on Mike's part, but also on our office. It's a great, uh, great accomplishment, a great award. We should mention uh, that you are an elected city attorney uh, as opposed to being appointed uh, or elected by the city council. Uh, speak to that as a, from a procedural standpoint. What, what's the benefit of having an elected city attorney? An elected, and, and it is a, um, in the minority. I think there's maybe 480 or 90 cities in California, and there's maybe 15 or so uh, elected city attorneys. So it is uh, um, the, in the minority, and so a lot of cities choose the other model. I do like this model. It um, it allows me to be very uh, frank with my clients, the mayor and the council, when we're having those discussions, uh, and try and just do what we think is the absolute best and right thing to do. And bottom line, who is your client? Is it the mayor? Is it the city council? Or is it the people of Long Beach? Or it, is it all of them? It is. Long Beach is the municipal corporation. And so the city of Long Beach Municipal Corporation is my client. It's the council acting as a body. It's not the individual council members or the mayor as an individual. But it's working as a collective body. And it's the same for the Harbor uh, Commission, the Water Commission, both separately uh, chartered jurisdiction issues our clients are the commission. And if a uh, public official is sued for whatever reason, uh, is it your office's obligation to uh, defend that person? Uh, the, the answer is it depends, as a lawyer would say. <laughs> um, if, it, if they're sued in their official capacity, uh, then yes, absolutely. The, we would defend that official. That happens sometimes with our police cases. Maybe the chief of police is named as an individual in that lawsuit or the officer would be named in that lawsuit, and yes, we, we'd provide a defense for them, and we'd defend them, and the city would uh, cover any damages that were awarded. And city council people have immunity, as I understand it, for any action they take uh, on the council floor, any any given vote that you, can, you cannot... Is that correct? I, I believe, if, if I'm following you correctly, on their votes, yes, yes. I think that that's, that's true. Um, if a council member is sued, say, in a private business venture, yeah. even though they're a council member, we would not be their attorney. We would not be representing that person if they owned a company and their company got sued. But if, some, to city if someone said X is a communist or whatever, anything they say in their role as a council person, I, I, I'm, I'm translating it from Congress. I from believe Congress, Congress has yeah, that and immunity. And I'm not sure that we have that immunity on the city I council see. floor. Okay. Okay. Okay, we'll be back with more of our show after these messages. How do you like your chances the rest of the way? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Yeah. But if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee, freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. 
We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's, 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. Bill Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Bill is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at Trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Bill Trainees. You've been planning this moment for a long time. It couldn't be a more perfect moment. And you have the perfect ring that will tell her, I want to love you forever. But nothing is perfect. Don't listen to that guy. He got the ring at McCarty's. McCarty's yes. makes a moment. We're back with City Attorney Charlie Parkin. And Charlie, I'd like to get up close and personal in okay. this last segment. You've been with the city for, for 33 years. Yes, I have. Even though you've been with the city attorney's office for for 11 years. City attorney's office, 22. For 22 years. Yes. See, my math is wrong. Before that, 11 years yeah. doing what? And uh, I started with the city in the Department of Oil Properties. I came to the city in uh, 1984, and I was doing uh, drilling oil wells and around Southern California. <laughs> And uh, no, I got a job. My uncle worked for the city of Long Beach. My father worked for the city of Long Beach. My uncle worked, for, I think, for over 30 years. Your for uncle the city. was a judge, right? Yeah, he, he was also a city attorney, and then he became a judge. And then uh, my father was an engineer with the city for 25 years. And so, um, obviously, I was familiar with the city and came to work for the city. And uh, while I was at Oil Properties, I went to law school at night and got my law degree and passed the bar. Well, thank you, well, working full-time for the city. And then uh, was lucky enough to transfer into the city attorney's office in 95. So I spent my entire legal career here at the city in the city attorney's office. You know, I've noticed that quite a few of our elected officials or other officials grew up in Long Beach, uh, uh, went to school here, uh, loved the city, mm -hmm. and, and, and feel particularly blessed to have the chance to give back to the city in their official capacity, whether it's an attorney, an accountant, or whatever, uh, with, the, with their expertise. And I, I'm, I'd be in that category. I'm certainly one of those folks. I was born and raised here and love Long Beach. And it, it's a big town, but it's a small town. And what I love about our office is we have so many different issues. We get to see and deal with all of the big issues that big cities deal with but we're a small town and we can really impact the community. Where do you see the city going from here? I mean, we've, uh, the, the, how do I say, the city has uh, in the past had several efforts to, to get over the hill and right. sometimes doesn't quite make it. Where, where do you see us going from here? Well, I think we have a lot of big issues that are gonna be confronting the mayor and the council in the next couple of years. Um, obviously, density is one of them. I think the new civic center in the downtown is really gonna take off. It, it, it's just a really exciting project, and I think our the redevelopment of that area in the downtown is really gonna help the downtown area. So I'm, I, I think, and the new Port Administration building will be there, and you'll have yes. the new bridge. 
and there's a lot of development going on in the Douglas downtown. Park is a good oh, example of that. Is another great example of how Long Beach is coming back. Um, but there are a lot of challenges ahead of us, the homeless issues, density issues. There's a lot of things and a big decisions coming to the city council. And I know you work closely with our city our elected city prosecutor's office in addressing some of these problems. Y yes, we do. Um, we uh, interface with them on code enforcement issues. Um, a lot of the stuff that will go to Doug is criminal, and so he has that discretion, and we don't try and you know get it. We don't try and do both at the same time. So we do communicate whether we're going to handle it civilly or where he's going to handle it criminally. Uh, so we do have that interaction. Excellent. Okay, we'll be back with the rest of our show after these messages. How do you like your chances the rest of the way? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. There's a world of opportunity available through the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. Would you like to move ahead in the field of human resources and personnel management? Sign up for the Human Resources Management Certificate Program. You'll learn how to expand your knowledge and skills and advance in this dynamic industry. For more information, contact the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. I think Long Beach is uh, fortunate to have a uh, city attorney of the quality of uh, Charlie Parkin and uh, the men and women of his office that, uh, uh, that work hard to, to protect the city and uh, give us a good reputation. So Charlie, uh, we have a minute or two left. Uh, anything you want to say about it? Well, Art, first, thank you for having me on here and thank you for caring about and talking about the city as, as you do. And I've been watching some of the classics, which are pretty amazing to watch. Yeah, uh, it's uh, a my hair bump. gets darker as you go back. As the farther you go back. <laughs> but no, I, I think um, it's nice to be able to explain our office to the residents and your viewers. Uh, a lot of times I'm asked, are you the district attorney? Do you put people in jail? What do you do? How do you do it? And so it shows like yours that allow us to get out there and explain what we do. And I get phone calls all the time saying, you're my city attorney and my neighbor's bothering me and I need you to do this, this, and this. And uh, we have to explain to them that no, we're the city's attorney and that we represent the city. And so we don't get involved and we can't be your personal attorney. So it, that kind of thing. Uh, so this is very helpful and I appreciate it. Well, you bet. And uh, uh, as a fellow attorney, although not practicing in my case, uh, I like to, to take advantage of that. And and some of your predecessors had a different view of things, and I respect that also. They felt that 
uh, it was not their role to uh, to do anything uh, of, of this nature and and uh, even though I asked them they mm -hmm. they chose not to to come so d different strokes for different folks that's right that's so right thank you thank you again for joining us here tonight All right. And thank you at home for watching. Please join us next week for the next edition of Straight Talk. Good night, everyone. Straight Talk has been brought to you by the Port of Long Beach, the Press-Telegram, and Scan Health Plan. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.